Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <laughs> Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, as you've earned it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast, episode 53. The show where we normalize checking in on the homies. I'm Mike. That's also Mike. And we're back. We're here. Uh, first off, I want to apologize for our absolute murdering of names on the uh, Wakanda Forever episode. Yeah. Uh, it's all Ty's fault. It really was. It will blame Ty. Actually, it was, I think, you. We kept, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, we kept, yeah. we kept it rolling. We kept it moving because that's what we do. You know, yeah. just, we just, we just keep going. Keep going. Yeah, we, we, uh, we kept uh, messing up. Uh, I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to mess up now. Ani- Okoye. Okoye. And, and Nakia. Nakia. Those are, the one, those are the two we really had the biggest problem yeah, with. Yeah, we, we just, I I was drawing a complete blank in the episode. But it is what it is. We're back. Episode 53. Uh, I'm tired, man. Dude, I am too. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't know if it was just the holiday weekend, combination of everything going on. You had a weekend. I had a weekend. <laughs> I had a weekend. We we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a weekend. Uh, so we want, do we want to jump into our mental health check? Yeah. You had a weekend. <laughs> I know. Um, want me to go first then? Yeah. All right. You want to explain? Let's, let's yes. explain to the people. So mental health check. Uh, basically, we like to check in weekly, see where we're at mentally. Um, that way we can see if there's anything that maybe we're doing that's helping us or maybe something we are neglecting to do that is keeping us in this, whatever, if we're in a funk. Um, so uh, so for me, my mental health check. Uh, my week was good. It was a... Uh, 
it was a um i feel like in the past i feel like like thanksgiving week has always been kind of stressful because i always feel like there's like a lot going on yeah this year there wasn't really too much um i found myself having like a lot of uh like chill time with like family my brother and i and sister-in-law we watched a lot of yellowstone <laughs> a, a lot, lot of yellowstone, yellowstone. <laughs> um and um and so uh yeah so it was it was a good week think you know thanksgiving um was nice got to, got to spend it with family went to my aunt's house um what else um but yeah so mentally everything was good um you know my diet has been uh, not good but my jump roping has been pretty solid uh except for this weekend <laughs> <laughs> did not jump rope this weekend but um yeah other than that i feel like things are good i'm still riding the the music wave and um and i really i guess benefited from a pretty chill thanksgiving week so mentally i'm doing well yeah it was a it was a pretty laid back uh holiday yeah. i mean like i for thanksgiving i met up with the family um i smoked the turkey Yes. Which ended up pretty good because there was no leftovers. So that was that was tight. Um and uh I was a little nervous about that one. I I, I will admit this now. I told my family I'm gonna pre carve the turkey for convenience so when I bring it to the house it's already ready to go. It was mostly just to make sure that it was done. <laughs> I just wanna make sure if it was like, you know, but I bought a meter thermometer. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um and uh and it, dude, that thing's fucking awesome. And you just stick it in there. It's got it's app controlled. It'll tell you like you put in like I'm cooking a turkey, and it'll tell you like oh there's four hours left until it's done type thing. Okay. It's pretty sweet. Um, <clears throat> so I smoked the turkey, and then I'm I made just to make sure I had brined it, and just to make sure it was uh, all done, I uh, made a compound butter. So it was like rosemary, thyme, garlic, and you actually had yeah, some really good I was gonna steaks. say. Um, and, and I had a, a backup plan. <laughs> I had a ribeye roast as a backup plan in case the turkey sucked. Uh, but we ended up just chopping that into steaks and just making like ribeyes. Um, but so Thanksgiving was good. And then uh, it was kind of nice because this was the first Thanksgiving that like through a, a bunch of bullshit ended up being like the first Thanksgiving that Crima had both her kids together um, oh, nice. on the holiday. And so we were there with my family and it was cool. Um, it was nice. And so, uh, um, yeah. And then it was my birthday this past weekend so i will admit you guys did a pretty good job of not uh not not letting me know that there was a surprise party on sunday because <laughs> i was thinking that we were just gonna go out to dinner like we, you know we were just gonna um like me and crime we were gonna do something so i was like okay cool like we're gonna go to dinner so then i and then i hit up everybody i was like yo i got a babysitter for saturday <laughs> night so let's all go chill like let's all go kick it whatever um <clears throat> and we hung out saturday night and uh and and Mike had a had an interessante night. Went from chill to not chill. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know either. what happened. We were playing pool. Um, me and Martin bought new pool cues. Yeah, I played um, one of them. I used one of them. He played with one of the pool cues. Like they were smooth. They were nice. And then at some point in time, we uh, we we took the fields on wheels over to the pool hall. Um, and then and then uh, at some point, Mike was just. Checked out. Checked out. Didn't remember the burrito he ordered. <laughs> a part of me wants, as I'm going through that night, <laughs> try to go through that <laughs> night, uh, 
I know I was tired, but I feel like I've been way more tired when we've yeah. gone out and done stuff. But. Yeah. I think what it was is that you you just recently discovered Palomas, right? Mm-hmm. And we were just making tequila and, and squirt, right? And I think that you were like, oh, this is delicious. And then you went a little hard on the Palomas before we left. <laughs> so, um, you know. And then uh, Sunday, we had the little little surprise party here. That was rad. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everybody that did show up. That was, that was cool. Shout out to Karima for shout out to Karima making it happen and <clears throat> having to be in that bullshit <clears throat> Instagram chat. <laughs> um, dude, <laughs> I checked out so fast. I was like, "What's going on?" Here's cool. the date. Here's this the time. time. All right, and then I like left and I looked through and I, yeah, I, eventually Jesse added me to that chat and I just didn't even I couldn't take the time to scroll back through all the messages and everything. I was like, "Thanks, <laughs> thanks guys, thanks yeah. everybody." Um, but yeah, man, it was fun, dude. Uh, and, uh, I, I definitely, one wasn't expecting to have that many people in this house with one bathroom (laughs) (laughs) and Mexican food and Mexican food. Uh, so I'm, I'm shocked that that all played out pretty well. (laughs) Um, but it was cool, man. And then I took Monday off and, and kind of just had a day to reset and kind of, you know, um, kind of get everything together we had a mm-hmm. we had a productive meeting about the show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know so we've got like you know we always say we've got cool things planned but we've got some cool things planned yep. and um you know i think it's gonna it's 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 definitely through the holidays and towards the end of the year is going to be a fun a fun little uh change of pace for us mm-hmm. um we do have a surprise for you guys coming um first off you guys aren't going to see my name or my address on packages anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we are getting a uh, an official, you know, business location mm-hmm. essentially. And then uh, two, um, we got some coffee mugs on the way. Yes, and they These look are, sick. They're cool. Like they're tumblers. Uh, it's got a cork bottom. Keep your hot drinks hot for twelve hours. Cold drinks cold for twenty four. Um, oh, so nice. yeah, so that's a multiple thing. We we got those on the way. So we'll we'll be like officially announcing those and putting them up like probably within the next week. By the time this comes out. I'm hoping that we'll have already like announced it and mm. dropped it because we're trying to get you guys some cool stuff for uh, for the holidays. You yeah, know? gift the walking blind to your your friends and family um, or yourself. Yeah, you know? treat good, yourself. Uh, good stocking stuffers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, I I will say this though. I did uh, I did take advantage of one Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deal. Um, I know that like you know we're talking about the mental health check mm-hmm. so the past like episode or two i've been talking about how like you know i feel like i've i'm just let myself go getting kind of getting out of shape and and part of that is being in love oh sorry yeah (laughs) well oh dude (laughs) i sorry rewinding a little bit you don't know how many fucking members of my family how many members of my family would just walk up to me at thanksgiving that now i had like an oversized work shirt on right intentionally oversized but they're like oh are you just so happy like rubbing my stomach and i was just like damn thanks so anyways i took advantage of the uh the cyber monday deal at 24 hour fitness and got the two years for the price of one nice um so i'm gonna get back on track uh i was supposed to this morning I got caught up watching Wednesday yesterday and didn't turn any of my alarms on. Wednesday on a Monday? Wednesday on a Monday. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so I'm, and kind of like part of that is I we we do so much here at the house. Like mm-hmm. this this office space now is a nice little place, place to like, 
kind of escape and we do the show here. I do voice work here, things like that. So this kind of separates from the house. But in the house with the gym and everything already in, in like the garage, like when I'm in the garage, I focus on all the stuff I should be doing around the house. Mm. So I need to just fully separate that. And that kind of like creating that work-life balance is has been helpful. Good. I've kind of felt myself like things kind of falling into place and feeling a little bit better about things. So it's, yeah, you know, it's good. It's good. <clears throat> As a quality gift, quality <laughs> And I, I, you know, if you're if you're interested, you you you, you and I talked about putting you on one of those buddy passes so that you could uh, <laughs> come lift weights and, and work out. What if, <laughs> what if I just turn into a monster? If you turn into a monster, you turn into a monster, man. Imagine walking blind podcast. You're just sitting here ripped, like you look like Andrew. And I just start wearing like loose, like noodly tank <laughs> <The>, tops. <laughs> The stringers yeah. that just like barely cover the nipples. Yep. Dude. <clears throat> I would pay to see that. But we have to do it before and after in the same stringer. Like you have to wear one now. Oh my gosh. And then wear one when you get ripped. Or like one of those weightlifting singlets. <laughs> oh man. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I've been, I mean, if I would like to lift, but I don't know. Just never get around to it. You gotta make the time, bro. Maybe this is the way. You gotta make the time. Maybe this is the way. <laughs> so, uh, we, we've, if we've kind of, <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. We, we recorded the, the Thai episode, the, the Wakanda Forever episode, mm-hmm. legit, like right when that movie came out, but we kind of banked it mm-hmm. to come out the week of the holiday. And then we uh, had an episode with our boy Chris, which we just had a lot of technical difficulties, just a lot of stuff going on. So we're going to bring him back in to do a new episode, Um, you know, which kind of helps because, you know, like I know that uh, he's got some shit going on. He's he's been all over the place, too. Um, So we kind of bring him back in and, you know, touch base with him. Um, And so this week we're getting back to basics. Just us um, hanging, talking about. about the holidays and, and whatnot and catching up on the things that we haven't talked about over the past couple of weeks. Um, but since we already started with the holidays, I did want to show, um, I put up a post earlier on the uh, Walking Blind page, um, essentially just asking people about their holidays. You know, we got a, f- a couple responses, you know. Um, so on that first one, we said it's, you know, Thanksgiving or holiday stories for this week. We want highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and let's go back. And so we got a couple here. Um, so from Chad Ackerman said, none, don't celebrate the holidays. Uh, I don't know if he's telling us not to celebrate the holidays or if he's saying, you know, Chad, maybe you don't celebrate the holidays, but either way, nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, Chris, who we were just talking about said, uh, you know, just be there for your loved ones. You never know what they're going through. True. Which facts. Um, stay gold unit said having a quality few days. Um, Oh, sorry. Let me back up because it was a two-parter. My two kids and I had positive COVID tests. Couldn't travel for Thanksgiving, but ended up having a quality few days, holiday, and meal with immediate family of four. Make things posy. Right. So hell yeah, dude. That's that's sick. Nice. <clears throat> so just to, just wanted to touch touch base on the holidays a little bit. Yeah. Well, and then I mean, since we're staying on the holidays, we had. Uh, Uh, 
<laughs> we had nothing. <laughs> no, I, oh, this was for thank because it, it was Thanksgiving. So I was just uh, the question was, what are you thankful for? Um, and Jolka wrote uh, family, friends, and all the second chances. Okay. Nice. It's deep. Joka. Give us a second chance with our Marvel review, Joka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, uh, at some point, you guys will see his quote. Is it a t-shirt? Uh, Stay Gold Unit said, My health, two beautiful children, or two beautiful, uh, two beautiful healthy children, after my wife endured three miscarriages. Wow. wow. Uh, Who is that? Uh, Stay Gold Unit. Oh, yeah. Thames. And then intern Harry, he says, Jesus Christ, divine healing and provision. Jesus Christ. That dude got married recently, I'm pretty sure. What? Really? I saw a video of him getting married and he did the whole, Jesus Christ. <laughs> dancing. <laughs> oh, his wife's like just as hard as he yeah. is too, right? Yeah. yeah. I saw that. It was <laughs> This one is sweet. Um, Andrea, wife of our dear friend, Justin. Uh, she said, my husband, all day, every freaking day, my world. Fuck, yeah. Dude, you guys' awesome. relationship is seriously, like, that's that's goals yeah. for everybody. It's sick. They have three little girls, and they're all beautiful and fun. They were moshing at, uh, at, <laughs> at the show. Yeah, at the show. <laughs> um, Which, by the way, we want to get both of you guys on the show. Yeah. yeah. Separate episodes, same episode, whatever's clever. Yeah. Um, let's see. Damn it, Anthony says, "Weird one, but any day my invisible disability lets me walk." Fuck yeah! Look at that. Uh, our boy Chris um wrote in family. Absolutely. I anytime I just see the one word, I just think Vin Diesel voice. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Yeah. I first split second thought about it. <laughs> you can have any beer in this house. As long as the corona. <laughs> uh, what was it again? Uh, Ty. Sweet, sweet Ty. Uh, family, breathing, sleep, warmth, and hugs. Hell yeah. And then um, our boy Andrew, who, you know, I know he's just saying this to to uh, boost our ego, but he said, you guys. Oh. Which Andrew? Andrew. Uh, Andrew, Andrew. Project Ronin, Andrew? Big buff personal trainer, Andrew? <laughs> Andrew showed up this weekend and his biceps had like all these veins in them and shit. I was like, what happened to you? Dang. He's like, I'm just been working out. He's like, you know, following my plan. <laughs> He's like, maybe if you guys would all follow the plans yeah. that I made for you guys, you would you would uh, look this way too. We're like, uh. He didn't strike while iron was hot. <laughs> and then I found jump rope. Um... Yeah, I think that's good for now. We have <clears> other <throat> oh, one with just random stuff. Do we want to get to those later, the questions? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess at this point it's kind of old news, but I think it's still worth talking about. Um, so it's been like a week now, but last week uh, Jason Dave Frank passed away. And it was uh, it was due to suicide. And um, at least I don't know if you've heard anything recent. The last thing that I had heard was that um, they were in, I, th they, I think they were in Vegas or something. Him and his ex 
uh, ex-wife, and they had been having fights, like big fights. Mm-hmm. And after, I guess, one of the fights, I think his wife or ex-wife knew, uh, I think because he, he has a history of, I think, of depression and things like that and suicidal ideations. Uh, she actually was the one who called police to be like, hey, you need to go check up on like him. A wellness check? Yeah. Wow. And so, and they found him. But, um, you know, like, I wasn't like a big Power Ranger fan, but I definitely watched it as a kid. <coughs> I enjoyed it. I definitely watched the movie and <laughs> when it came out of theaters. Not the most recent one. The original. The, the original one. Like, I, I remember this weird memory I was, coming, I was talking about now. I remember my uncle picking me up from summer school mm-hmm. to go see it. Nice. Yeah. I I was a big Power Rangers fan. Um, I was very much like, uh, like me and Andrew actually were both really big fans, and it was just like that perfect timing and that perfect era where you know, um, like these these toys would come out and like they're doing fucking martial arts and they're also like they have cool biker helmets, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> like that. Like uh, the spandex suits. Never thought twice about the fact that like they're just wearing. Like a, basically a morph suit, <laughs> like with no, you know, protection Onesies. or anything like that. Um, but I, yeah, but I always just, I like the idea of just like, oh, I think, you know, you're like, oh, dude, these are just kids, right? Like mm-hmm. I could do that too. Yeah. Obviously couldn't do that too. Yeah. But, um, and then I, I dude, I like, I clearly remember like, um, like I remember those episodes when, when the Green Ranger comes in. Yeah. You know? And then uh, he's he's a bad guy, but like, you know, being homies can save him. Checking on your homies, you know. <laughs> and then uh, and then like you know after that, like the White Ranger came out, and I just thought that suit was so sick, like white with the shoulder pads and everything, with the fucking dagger and all this stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, that was the Green Ranger. Yeah. But you know, like just like I I remember all that as a kid, and then I remember later on like working the like Comic Cons and stuff like that, and seeing him there and. And he he just always seemed so positive. Like mm-hmm. I never got to really like really meet him like one on one, sit down and talk to him, like just. But he just seemed so nice to yeah. everybody, you know. Um, <clears throat> and then yeah, it's it sucks because like, you know he he was that dude that was just he was so loyal to the franchise. You yeah. know, I think we've had this conversation. He was so loyal that like even when that super sick. Um, like Power Rangers, like bootleg came out where it was like a dark, gritty Power Rangers. He was like, "Nah, man, I'm not part. I'm not. I'm not with it because this is like for the kids, you mm. know, and like the, it's meant to be a, a kids franchise." Um, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, he was just like a tried and true loyal, like fucking yeah. Power Rangers to the end, you know. The sp- like the like the spokesman for it and yeah. stuff, and not all the yeah. cons because I, I I don't go to very many, uh, you know. Con- uh, any cons or fests, or whatever, and uh, the one, but one of the ones I went to, I saw him and just walking to one of the booths or wherever he was going, like it was, it was, uh, at least I remember it pretty clearly to see someone like really appreciating fans coming yeah. up and talk to him, like stopped for every single person, took pictures, smiled, and then you know went about his way. But yeah, it's uh, I think for a franchise like that, like they're, you probably don't realize like how how important somebody is to you know because i'm sure he gets incentives but i genuinely believe like he loved that franchise and he loved being a part of it and and pushing it so well there was a there's a clip that came out of him and he was like 
at a at like a signing or like a, an appearance or something like that and he was like basically just saying thank you to everybody you know and um he was just like you know what like you know I, i'll never get sick of hearing like that you know that like i you, that line like I, you're my hero mm-hmm. he's like because let me let me tell you this if anybody else out there if anybody else out there hears that line, you're my hero and doesn't make time to hang out with you guys, they shouldn't be your hero. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, he's yeah. like, because I want to see every each and every one of you. You know, I don't, I don't know if the wording's exact. But mm-hmm. He's just basically saying, like, I'm going to take the time to hang out with all of you yeah. guys. Like, I want to meet all of you guys because, you know, like, you mean so much to me and it means so much to me that I mean that much to you, you know. Um, and, like, I to me, like, I, like, like it he just i i don't know i wasn't expecting it like he seems like he handled that so well hmm. you know like i freak out if anybody even knows who i am i'm like what the, why do you know me who what are you do, why are you do, you know uh, but like to him it, it was just like you know i'm this is it this you know we're all here in this together you know um and it just yeah like it's people that you would ne- like would never expect man and that's the the biggest bummer about it is it came out of nowhere yeah and like he he was he interacted with people that I had no idea that he even knew. Like I would saw people coming out of the woodworks with like like have you ever I've sent you a bunch of videos on 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 the TikToks of <laughs> of like this this dude that does like barbecue stuff. He's a chef, but he sounds like uh he sounds like um oh shit, what's his name? The comedian, the bald dude. Uh the uh fuck, what's his name? Bill, always, Burr. Bill Burr, yeah. Bill Burr? Okay. So this chef sounds like Bill Burr because he's like, "We're gonna throw the fucking onions in there," like this whole <laughs> thing, right? And then he comes out and he just like he's crying and he's like, "Dude, I got the news." And then he just posts clips of them like cooking food together and doing like these like videos and shit. And I was like, "How the fuck do these people know each other?" Dang. But it was like everybody that came out and talked about, or like even like the OG Power Rangers cast. Like, yeah, oh, I saw out, the Pink Ranger. Yeah, like, like she's just like I. There's nothing I can really say, but I want to be with all of you guys right now because, you know, we, we want to remember him. And so, yeah, dude, it's like, it's it's wild. It's, you you never know. Yeah. You never know what somebody's going through. You never know what people are going through, you know. Yeah. And with something like like this, this uh, you know, obviously this sucks and it's, it, it's such a, it's such a sad loss. You know, the only silver lining is that, you know, hopefully this encourages someone to really check in on some, you know, a friend or, or you, if you yourself are, are feeling, uh, uh, you know, feel, having, having thoughts like this, you know, to, to check in, you know, at least, you know, or come up with a plan or, or let someone know you're feeling this way or, you know, um, yeah, when this stuff happens, it's, it sucks, but I always feel like in some ways there's always some kind of good that comes from it. Like Robin Williams was a huge that was a huge eye opener for people because, you know, I think depression, suicide, mental health. I think it's uh, it's there's a lot of um, awareness for it now, which is awesome. Yeah. But there's still so much like there's so much groundwork to be done. Do you feel like and and I know that it, it's you know like kind of taboo to talk about, right? But like, do you feel like it's a good thing that mental health has? so much like now it's being pulled into the forefront or do you think that there is also some negatives to it because there are people who just go oh mental health is an opportunity to build my brand mental health is an opportunity to like you know oh we're gonna write songs about mental health because that's what people are into right now 
like how do you how do you weed out what's genuine and what's not i don't know i i mean i i'll i'll always think that it's going to always be good any awareness to it at this point is good um i think the genuineness of whatever it is will always get it'll always come out in the wash or whatever you know yeah. it always you know um i don't know i i think it sucks when and this goes to anything bands that like do the straight edge thing super loud and but you know kind of like on the you're like mm. Mm. you know or bands that are like super christian that guy last week <laughs> yeah or like uh or christian bands being super vocal about their you know lifestyle and then one but it's not according to what they're sharing on stage you know so with anything anything anywhere where there's uh where people are being disingenuous it sucks but i think eventually like the you know the truth will find you out and i think people have a pretty decent bullshit yeah. you know radar and so even if you even if you get you know caught up eventually you know somebody will show you the true colors and stuff and you know i don't know i guess you can kind of tell who's doing what based by what they're doing yeah so like even if even if someone uh you know maybe they're not the best like spokesman for it whatever but like if you see that they're at least pushing yeah some good groups i don't know i uh, at this point, I think it's early enough that anything helps <laughs> at this point. Yeah. I, the, the reason I thought about it is I, I remember seeing a couple of videos of like some hip hop artists. Um, I won't say names, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, just seeing these the, them talk about like, um, you know, mental health and stuff like that. And, and then part of me is like, oh, sick. They're finally talking about this. And another part of me is like, wait, is this something that you guys are like, is this genuine or, or is this just like, you know? Oh, let's ride the wave mm -hmm. you know um I, I i truly think that it's something that's not talked about enough especially in like the hip-hop community mm. and shit like that um you know like it's i guess we've we've had it kind of at the forefront for a long time and like you know like um hardcore and like uh punk rock and emo and stuff, because it's always been like very real and very raw mm -hmm. and very emotional type thing you know but um you know, seeing it, I guess seeing it come up more in like pop music and hip hop and like rap and army and stuff like that. Like it's, it's definitely like, Oh, this is a good trend to see. Mm. Um, and then we're seeing a lot of exposure, like with the industry and stuff like that too, about how they just like to basically bend everybody over and fuck them like literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you're just seeing all this shit and it's, um, it's definitely good that it's all coming out yeah. like, to, to the public. But I just, my, my biggest concern is just like, I hope that everything that we see is like genuine. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> you're going to always see people that want to capitalize on anything. Yeah. And I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's, it's like, uh, I, I've gotten a couple of questions or people asking like, how do you feel about all the mental health stuff when you guys were like talking about this, like, you know, yeah. six years yeah. ago, I'm like, it's great. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. But you know, there's for us to have been gone as long as we were and then to come back and, you know, not, we, I mean, I've always had my ear to the ground a little bit as far as music and especially if I find out, Oh, this band talks about mental health or this band talks about suicide prevention or whatever. I always want to check out and investigate for myself I would think there'd be more. Yeah. But 
it's you know but uh, but uh, you know and i and I've, I've i'll have this conversation with people and i and i'm not trying to be funny but who wants to talk about that nobody yeah, yeah. i don't want to fucking talk about it <laughs> i don't want to write songs about it I, you know? I i think one of the one of the positives that came out of like the pandemic and that came out of like um, you know, every, like the world being shut down and like, mm-hmm. you know, concerts being shut down and the world being shut down, like, and, and, and not to get into like anybody's beliefs or anything like that, just the plain cold hard facts of because the world shut down and because we were stuck without shows, without concerts, without events, right? Um, yeah, it, it sucked, but at the same time for those artists that are like, I make my living on the road right it kind of gave a fresh perspective as far as like oh shit like this has been really fucking with me to be on the road 24 7 Mm -hmm. right like to be on the road so much not be home like being forced to stay home and and like you know kind of figure things out like while it was financially it was a huge burden it was also like oh shit like i I need this time for myself and then you would see like artists who are coming back afterwards going like i'm not ready for this yet like i'm not ready to come back yet Mm. you know and and i think that's huge too because understanding that like like even parkway drive parkway had like that that tour scheduled and they're like hey we need to take a break it's not because we're breaking up it's not because the band is over but it's because we need it for ourselves Mm. right kind of like we've talked about too with nbr like had the the van accident not happened had you guys not um, had everything kind of shaken up for you like it was probably bound to be in the path down to be in, going down a path where you're like all right we're done fuck yeah. this you know in like a like a more of like an implosion yeah yeah versus okay we need to take some time off and that just became a way longer hiatus than anybody expected mm-hmm. but it was necessary yeah and it was it was on our terms for us yeah <clears throat> i can't imagine what it would have been like like i i tried to put myself in the mindset of when we were going for it and that's all we cared about and and then to have to just be told to stop yeah like forced to stop you know i think actually no i don't know i was saying in a weird way i feel like nbr would have been one of the first bands to like like we would have been like when that band that like would have still been touring like a month yeah. <laughs> into, the pit, into the lockdown. Like, we'll just stuff. play outdoor shows. Yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah, stay yeah. way far away from us. It's like, we're stuck on the East Coast. We gotta play some shows, go back. No. Um, but yeah, it, it, and I think it was good because like, you know, a lot of times, you know, and speaking, I'll speak for myself as an artist and who got to travel, when you go on the road, you know, it's very easy to run from whatever you're dealing with and not have yeah. to deal with it at home. Um and so I think for a lot of people, not just the music, but, you know, it kind of really forced them to really have to be with themselves and really, yeah. you know, r- realize like, oh, shoot, like I've been doing like you see so many people come out of the pandemic and they're like ripped. Yeah. People come out of the pandemic and they're not I, not I'm ripped. One of the ones that <laughs> came out not ripped. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, uh, sadly, uh, there's some people that didn't come out that didn't come out of the pandemic, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, and we just, there's the ones that we just know about cause it's just, we're, we're in the scene and, and, and those were, those were hard and it's like, we don't, you know, there's many more that, uh, you know, not, not even COVID related as far as COVID being what took them, uh, you know, suicide was, was massive during the pandemic and it's well, something that we are still 
getting numbers from? Well, there was a lot that was at, a, at like at an all time high, right? Like wasn't domestic violence at an yeah. all time high? Um, like suicide, depression, anxiety rates were through mm-hmm. the roof. Um, but also, you know, in a way, open those doors for that mental health discussion because you're like, hey, let's talk about this because I'm feeling real sad and I'm fucking alone right mm-hmm. now. Like, what do I do? Um, you know, for us, it came in, it came into a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, like for, for other people, it like didn't, didn't end up being so healthy, yeah. you know? Um, and I, like, I try, like kind of tread lightly around that because, you know, it's, it's hard to talk about, you know, situations like that and things like that where, you know, people are, are kind of at their lowest of lows and then mm. what do you do? You know, like how do you come back from that it's tough yeah this is it's gonna be interesting like you know we're still we're still in the early stages of coming out of this like recovery yeah yeah you know yeah. And, and even so, still like I, dude even china, china's on like the, like these crazy lockdowns like well china is rioting right now yeah like i'm uh, like i was i was watching uh videos of the transports that held like the uh oh. the isolation units yeah. right like in just lines of these like mm-hmm. boxes basically where like if you have covid we're going to isolate you in these and i'm like fuck man, this looks crazy dude like this is I, I and i you know i haven't done enough research to understand i don't understand why is it breaking out so much more in china all over again like you know like why why a place is, where i thought they were doing a really good job of like yeah you know, abiding by rules and stuff. So I don't. Yeah, that's that's probably something I need to get more facts on before I really talk about it. But you know, just the overall thought of like, um, what what happened in China, and you know, like avoiding all of the like, well, it was made there, or yeah, like, yeah. well, because it started there, like avoiding all that, like what what's going on in China that like it seems to be the rest of the world has, um you know, like adapted and, you know, kind of whether it's vaccinations or, you know, herd immunity or whatever you want to call it, um, whatever has caused that. Um, it seems like to us from my perspective, and this is from working in healthcare that, uh, it's become more like the seasonal flu at this point. Right. Like it's not as severe as it was in the beginning. Um, you know, but, um, like, what is it about, the strain or the you know version of COVID that they have in China that's mm-hmm. causing like basically pandemonium. Yeah, right. It, it, I don't know. Maybe the ground zero. Maybe they have something new, something crazy coming up. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but that's why I'm trying to get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> For what is worth, you've been trying to get sick and like in the most respectful way the whole time just so you could get it over with and you yeah. still have not yet yet because like, at some point i'm gonna get it yeah and then i'll probably get the, the gnarlier one yeah but i don't know yeah but i i do still hold i still hold to i got this in 2019 that makes so sense got, right at the end yeah right at the end but your blood type oh right mm-hmm. yeah so. so but yeah it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be really interesting to see what the world looks like in the next five years. Yeah, you know, once we've been able to get past. It. If we, I mean, we might. Who know? Here, I've been hearing whispers that we might get another lockdown, or we might get. So I I uh to me like, what I'm most interested in 
if, if I'm being honest, like right in this moment, is how the kids who are born during the pandemic, who who never have had the opportunity for social interaction. Yeah, like, to be kids. Elliot, for example, like he's a COVID baby, right? Mm -hmm. And you can tell like there's moments where he just like, his social skills are like not fully there because mm -hmm. he's not around kids all the time. He's not around like... Like he's cool for a little bit and then he'll just like, nope, I'm fucking done with this shit. And then he's like, <laughs> no, just fucking, you know, so I, I really want to I want to see like, you know, the kids that are born in the pandemic. How are they going to what are their coping skills going to be like? Mm -hmm. What are their, you know, um, what's their mentality going to be like as they, as it moves forward, as he gets older, you know, um, definitely an interesting little case study. <laughs> <laughs> Just journaling every day. Yeah. Hmm. Day seven hundred forty-two. All right. So now, to we'll move on to something a little more, more a little more upbeat. Yeah. Let's let's uh you know bring so, the tempo up a little bit here. So, Disney fired their CEO, yes. Bob Chapek. Mm-hmm. There was celebration in the streets. Um. I and they brought in Bob Iger, who was there before. Yeah. And. uh the big, the big thing that I've been hearing is that he's been brought in to broker uh, the selling of Disney to Apple. Wow. Yeah. And so that's kind of like I, from hearing the big thing. But, you know, um, you know, I don't know, obviously, detail, but just from the, little, the, the stuff that I did kind of hear about or that I got to see just being a fan of Marvel, mm -hmm. like his handling of Scarlett Johansson, mm -hmm. how instead of just like they, he like they broke under uh, when he was the head, like they broke the contract of what she was going to do, how, how the, her, her black widow movie was going to be released, how she's going to get paid for that. And he, they broke the contracts and it's just going to go through, you know, streaming. Right. And, and so the money was off and instead of trying to work with her behind the scenes, he, his, his, his approach to it was a smear campaign yeah, and saying like, Oh, look, you know, she's, uh, this is a, you know, million dollar millionaire actress complaining about money. Yeah. And it's like, mother dude, this is a, this CEO wild. Of, yeah. Of Disney. Okay. So that was handled, you know, horribly. And, uh, he just, the, like the structuring, like from what I've been hearing, he was putting a lot of his friends in like positions of power, just basically hooking up friends that had nothing to do or any, understanding or competent of the right just put them in a position where they can yeah. cut a check yeah like collect a check like your one of your cash cows is marvel studios which is kevin feige mm -hmm. and uh, instead of you know rewarding him for everything he's been doing they they put more people above him yeah you know put more things from more loops he had to go through so uh on that side it was kind of the little, little that i did see or hear it was frustrating from the park side of it, I don't really do Disneyland that much. I've gone, but yeah. And so, uh, last time I went, I it hurt my my wallet. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like for any, you yeah. Know. Well, and a lot of people were, are have blamed Chapek for yeah uh, prices. He got rid of the passes, I think, or mm -hmm. how they work. Fast pass, yeah. Yeah, he got rid of a bunch of stuff, up prices on a bunch of stuff. So. Um, and this is something we'll, we'll either know, and I'm sure soon, if it's true or not. But apparently, at uh, Elton John had a concert at Dodger Stadium, mm -hmm. and it was sponsored by Disney because it was 
game game gonna be uh, played on Disney Plus. And Chapek was supposed to be one of the people to introduce him. Well, that day is when they told him they had been fired. And so I guess a beat writer for Disney or someone, whatever, obviously knows who all the execs are and said that he could he could see them kind of getting the news and then like reacting like people like hugging like he said it looked like a like relief for some oh, people like like out of joy yeah oh i thought it was like oh fuck we're losing our job yeah no no, no. i think the people that got fired uh they bounced <laughs> and okay. so the people that were left were like celebrating yeah and stuff and so um yeah and my my brother showed me a, a post of someone that we know that I, I don't know what his what his uh position was working for disney company but he was very happy to see him leave i so uh, i kind of want to go back to what you said in the beginning like they you, there's talk of him brokering a deal to sell disney to apple mm. am i tripping or is apple a much smaller company than disney Dude. so I can I don't know whatever the the fact like so Disney is something like two hundred billion dollars like yeah. to buy yeah which is who has that insane yeah well apparently Apple has something like twelve trillion what something crazy something because of like because of what because of iPhones and uh, yeah I guess so and computers and I mean it's not because of their streaming service it's I, I guess Apple. Oh yeah, sorry. iTunes. It's, it's much less than that. They're only <laughs> they're only worth two point two five trillion. 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 How? Uh, just I mean everything runs on Apple. You you think about like a. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have Apple like basically fucking everything, <laughs> but like like only because like it helps my productivity. Like yeah. I can. I literally like I I expl- I tried explaining this to somebody and the best way that I could say it which sounds vulgar is like I write a lot like ideas notes and everything like that. I could sit on my phone and take a shit and write and then when I'm done wash my hands, go to my computer and pick up right where I left off. Yeah. Cuz I have this whole ecosystem set up now with Apple and I've just been using Apple products since 2007. Uh, yeah, since after what is that? What are, what are you? What am I looking at? It says it takes about eleven Disney's to amount to uh, Apple's two point seven trillion market cap. Eleven. Disney. Eleven Disney's. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Disney's at. Well, I just saw it. It was like under two, two billion. But I. So wait, 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 wait. Is this just Disney proper, or does this include Fox? This is include- everything. Yeah, Disney. That doesn't. It doesn't add up to me. One one Disney's one uh one one seventy two billion. And Apple is. This is why. I, this is why I believe that there there's so much shit going on behind the scenes that nobody tells us about, yeah. right? Like, I mean, okay, so we're on what iPhone fourteen, and you figure it's like a fucking thousand dollars for every phone, and then how many do they sell? But like, yeah, just think about yourself and how many different <laughs> chargers yeah. you bought your own. <laughs> how many iPhones? Have I had? Yeah, uh, you know, just and that's just you, one person. Just, yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm underestimating like the the global device market, but I would think that that is also. Right, like there's got to be other things that Apple has their hands in that I'm not considering. Well, dude, airports, uh, companies, entire companies, you know, um, infrastructure. I'm sure there's some kind of Apple technology and new infrastructure yeah. and how stuff's made. I mean, like literally <laughs> everywhere. Uh, any anyone anyone who has a business. Wait, has a, but hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So Apple is worth two two point seven. Trillion? Two, 2.25 trillion. 2.25 trillion. How much is Windows worth? Like how much is, is is you know, Bill Gates and his Microsoft? Uh, how much is Microsoft worth, I guess? Uh, 4.3 billion. Four, Microsoft worth 4.3 billion? Yeah. But that's the standard for all office workspaces. The gross profit is uh, one... Hundred fifty-three billion. But uh, I'm looking here. It's the Microsoft Corp. But it's one point seven trillion. Uh, that's probably just Windows software. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's less than Apple. No, it's more than Apple. It's, okay. Wait. No. No. It's, no. Apple's more. How? <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me. Oh, well, dude. I feel like more people. Well, for one, more people have. I would think more people have iPhones. One, just an iPhone game. Okay, phone game. the iPhone game, yeah. I completely understand that Like, iPhone has just dominated the smartphone market for forever now, right? But yeah, every office you go to has... Gaming systems? That's Microsoft. Or the Xbox, Microsoft. Mm. Sony. The, the, like, Apple doesn't have a gaming system. I've... I've some something's not right here. <laughs> I don't get it. Somebody please uh explain to me. Like what what well, is Well also, I mean I'm sure I'm sure Microsoft does too, but you know, Apple also maximizes their money cuz they have a lot of sweatshops and shit. Yeah. That's Under, true. Underage workers and shit. That's true. Um that the that's okay. So so aren't there rules that that say like like Aren't there anti-monopoly rules? Like, isn't that like, isn't that too much at that point? Like, let's have Apple, and then let's also have like the biggest media company in the universe. Like, it's almost, who's bigger than Disney? It's crazy. It's almost like everything's like comprised to be one, <laughs> like one world. It's almost like it's gonna be a new world order. Yeah, it's weird. Or something. It's crazy. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll table this one because I want to research this a little <laughs> bit more. But that blows my mind. Like I I mean, 
like like I said, and as somebody who's been using Apple products for forever now, like I I'm sure I've contributed to that trillion, but um, <laughs> you know, fuck man. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I I was I was I was shocked, and also just because when I was like, like what selling sell Disney to, yep. and then when Apple I was like Apple. And like, what does that mean? Like, what, like Disney just went through the whole process of acquiring Fox and like a don't they have ABC? Like, is an ABC part of Disney? I think so, yeah. Um, like all these like little like, and there was like court hearings about them being a monopoly, and now we're just gonna sell the monopoly to another fucking monopoly. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. That's crazy. That's I mean. The, it'll make uh it'll make the apple streaming service that much better yeah you know but uh i imagine apple technology going into these theme parks now it's gonna yeah. make disney even crazier yep that apple money going into a movie the marvel universe x-men cover <laughs> i can't wait imagine the x-men movies they all use iphone nobody uses android no. <laughs> it's an actual phone that's always funny to me in movies someone pointed that out to me I forget who it was, or maybe it was Rick, or something. Maybe it was you, where you're like, one of my joys is like watching movies and seeing how they have to like make. Yeah. Clearly wants to be an Apple, uh, like an iPhone, but it ha- it's can't. not quite. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite is like when they have to like have phones ring or whatever, and then you see the actors pick up the phone that's clearly on a lock screen. Yeah. <laughs> like stuff like that. <laughs> but, <clears throat> well, maybe, uh, maybe all the Disney fanatics will uh, no longer have green text messages. That would be what I uh, what a world. <laughs> what a world. What a Everything world. goes blue. <laughs> Speaking of blue, what a segue. Avatar 2 coming out. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. Uh <laughs> Avatar. First off, I'm sure I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, and we kind of pre-talked about this mm-hmm. before we started the episode. Uh I don't give a shit about Avatar. Um I I get it. The first one was like this, you know, in like they're using incredible cameras for the first time. There's so much CGI. I'm a practical effects guy. Like, I want a real explosion on the screen, right? I didn't still, to this day, haven't watched the first Avatar. I'll watch it because I'm sure people will be like, you need to fucking watch it. Mm-hmm. But I have to be like, you know, be prepared to sit down and pay attention to it. And I just haven't given myself yeah. that ever. Now, we know that James Cameron's a madman when it comes to film. We've seen James Cameron go into the Marianas Trench. <laughs> we see him like We've seen pioneer him. technology. Shit on Marvel. Shit on Marvel. The whole reason that these Avatar movies haven't had sequels yet is because the technology wasn't ready for what Which he wanted to wild. do. But he came out and in an interview. Wow, I feel like that was a lot of syllables. <laughs> that he came out in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> he came out in an interview. <laughs> And said, basically, this movie needs to make like $2 billion, billion with a B, to break even. That's insane. Which means it has to be like one of the, in the top three or four global box office releases of all time. Do you think people give a shit about Avatar this much? No. Like, Like, you said something that I, I hadn't even really thought about, which is like, I don't really know of anyone really talking about Avatar being like their top movie. Ask anyone like, hey, what are, what are your favorite movies? You know, 
I don't think I've ever heard anyone say Avatar being in, at least in their top three or even five. Yeah. And, and and I know that, like, obviously my opinion is, like, moot because I haven't seen it, right? Mm. But at the same time, like, like I, I everybody I talked to about Avatar is like, oh, dude, Avatar looked, it, it, was, it looked so cool. I was like, all right, what, what was your favorite part of the movie? Like, mm. what was your favorite thing that you saw? Oh, just you, the CGI was just awesome. Like, yeah we have a ton of movies now where the CGI yeah. is awesome. Like, and, and, and like, I don't want to take away, like I said, I don't want to take away from like, this is the, the IMAX. It was like red cameras, right. For the first time. Um, probably. Um, so they shot, uh, you know, with these, uh, like this technology that was basically created for this film. Right. And that's sick. I like, I, you know, James Cameron, it's fucking awesome. But mm. I just didn't, I, I didn't, I, I, didn't find interest when it came out and then still this many years later haven't found the interest to watch it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little little shocked that you never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody always tells me that too. Like, <laughs> you haven't seen it? Yeah. And like I'll take the time to sit down and watch it. I w- maybe we'll do uh, like a reaction to it. Like I'll film myself watching Avatar. Um, which, you know. Before we go see Avatar two. Yeah, and I'll and I'll watch Avatar two. In three D. Uh, you know, I'll watch Avatar 2 to, to, to give an honest. I just, I want to see, because like you, you kind of mentioned it, uh, like he he created, apparently he's created, uh, I don't even know what to call it, recording methods or whatever, filming methods mm-hmm. for water sequences. Um, and I think in New Zealand, there's like this, I don't know how big it, it looked like, it looked like a stadium, it might be smaller than that. It looked like supposedly like a stadium size pool. Yeah. Basically. And it's like lined with cameras and lighting. So they can do all kinds of stuff. Which I mean, that to me, like that's impressive, mm-hmm. right? Like basically developing a facility to accomplish what you're looking yeah. to do. Like that's, that's impressive to me. Um, but this, for me, it might be a case of like, I appreciate the process more than the product. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll watch it, guys. I'll watch the first one and I'll watch the the new one that comes out. How how like smart slash crazy do you have to be to be like, oh, no, we, we can't do this movie yet because what I'm trying to do doesn't exist yet. I mean, yeah, it's cool. It, I, what I do respect is this: I respect that he's like technology's not ready for what I have planned. And I'm glad that he didn't go like the George Lucas route where he's like, well, I'll just keep remastering them over and over and over and over again <laughs> when the technology comes out, you know? Um, but it is it is wild to have that vision, to be like, this is what I want to do, but we don't have technology that can do it yet. Can you imagine if, if, I, went, if I went around and was telling everybody, like, MBR's not going to record an album until this kind of audio is available? Spatial sound. <laughs> yeah, like records that are <laughs> i have no idea but it's i don't know it's just wild like and he has to deliver like the movie has to be he has to, has deliver, to be good right? it has to deliver now did he film he's filming all the the rest of the movies at once right i believe so okay so it's not like he's gonna film that's this probably movie. why it's a billion dollars that would make more sense that makes way more right? sense. like if it's like okay but they're only saying avatar 2 has to break even that's insane. Has to do it to break billion dollars. Two billion. Two billion to make a movie? It seems like a lot, right? But then again, I just found out that Apple has fucking <laughs> trillions and I didn't know. Yeah, but so. then I don't... <laughs> Who knows what I know about money? Yeah. 
That's probably. <laughs> is, is Avatar a Disney property? Yeah. Is it? Dang. That's why why. That's why why this movie's being made now. And they're like, we need to get Iger here to freaking make this broker broker this deal. Is that a, is that a Disney property? I, I thought it was. Is it was it like acquired through like Fox probably or, or something like that? I'm sure. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just uh, I I'm curious what you guys' thoughts on Avatar. Like, is this something that you guys were like? Like, okay, what was your initial reaction to Avatar? Right, like when you first saw it, I'm sure it blew everybody away. Like, I'm sure it was like, oh my god, I've never seen it like this. Right, but what's your take on Avatar now? Does it still hold up? Is it still like this movie's sick, or is it like, wow, this is visually stunning, but I don't care about this story, right? Like, what's the, what's the the film by Disney? It's a uh, 21st Century Studios. So yeah, it's, Studios. So it's Fox, yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, I'm curious to see, yeah, curious to see what everyone's thoughts are on this. My, for me, I don't. I well, I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. I feel like I saw it when it came out. Maybe I may, maybe I saw it twice in the theaters. Maybe I went with family another yeah. time. I don't know. Like I said, I've I've been definitely. I feel like it's been on. Like at places, like maybe someone had a party and it was on, or like, or maybe I tried to watch it one time by myself. I just I don't have any memories of sitting through an entire sitting of it. Yeah. Like I can't. I can't really tell you details. Like I think I have, I kind of remember the general idea of, of what this movie mm-hmm. is, and but yeah, I don't know. I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance, especially now that I know that the second one has to break two billion, right? Because <laughs> I'm gonna be like, if they're investing this much money into a film, I want to see it. Yeah. Not because I give a shit about the story, but because I want to see what. What does two billion dollars right. make? Right, like what does two billion? And sitting on it for like ten years or fourteen yeah. years, however long it's been. Yeah, man. Well, I'm still also very excited about that segue. <laughs> it was good. Uh, we don't get too many of those. Good. Normally, we're left feeling blue with our segues, but yeah, that one was good. Well, can't really segue into this other than. Uh, I, so since the whole Bob Iger thing, mm-hmm. and apparently Marvel's getting back on track. Apparently, uh, Kevin Feige is like he's been sitting down with his team, and I guess he's like reworking a lot of stuff and like making sure, oh, okay. like re like reshuffling things, which he normally doesn't. Like he does small corrections. Yeah. Apparently, there's like a big one, and from what people are saying, it's like good. <clears throat> Do you think that because um, because over the last few Marvel movies while like each of them has had their like you know each of them has had their like cool moments or cool points or things that you're like oh yeah that was that was rad but like i think until wakanda forever we were all kind of left like um oh yeah that was cool you know like people are upset about thor being like basically like super dumbed down at Mm -hmm. this point like it was really funny the first round with taika watiti and then by love and thunder thor is like almost like a the bumbling idiot yeah. character um you know and then you have like the, the doctor strange like that movie had the potential to do so fucking much right and it did some things but like it kind of left you wanting. madness yeah it kind of left you wanting you know um do you think that <laughs> do you think that 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 that's why this is going to take a dramatic shift 
I think so. I think. Um, and was this Feige having to answer to those those people? I I, I don't know if we'll ever like really know that, but I, maybe I think like maybe now that like he got the change released, I've even heard rumors of uh, what made this kind of happen was the possibility of Feige just being like, "I'm gonna walk." Wow. I think that's how bad it was. So that kind of pushed investors and everyone else to be like, Mm-mm. yeah. Um, but one of the positives, so that, like right, almost like right after the news was out and that Feige was doing this, all this stuff. Uh, Cause I don't know if you had heard, but like uh, Blade was basically getting shelled. Was it? Yeah. Because Marshall uh, Ali hated the script, thought the action sequences were weak. And he was like, he was probably going to walk too. Cause he was just like, dude, this isn't, this isn't like, I was really looking forward to blade too. Yeah. But apparently now, uh, it's actually back on track. Mahershali and they got a new writer that he like is happy about. And Feige, I guess is excited about the direction they're going to go with blade now. Yeah. So that's, so I basically, my notes just said blades back. So um, how did you feel about the first Blade movies? I love Blade. I do. I love Blade I movies. I fucking love the first few. Even the third one with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I yeah. love that movie. It was you know it was whatever. It was it was the weak. It was cornier. It was the weak one, but you know. Dude, I watched all three Blade movies with Carson. Okay. And just one afternoon, we were just hanging out, and he was just like, I forget it was it was like one of those things where like, I remember it being like, like we could possibly go out somewhere. Yeah. And then right away, he was just like, have you seen Blade? I'm like, no. He's like, we're going to watch all the Blade movies today. Like, all right. <laughs> all right, sick. So we sat down and we watched all three Blade movies. But um, I loved I loved, especially the first one. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I, I remember watching the first one. Uh, I rented it at Blockbuster. <laughs> nice. And uh, I remember watching it just because I, I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, I didn't put two and two together that it was this the Marvel property. Mm. Um. And then I just remember watching it and be like, damn, this is fucking cool. Like, this is that first scene when he goes into the club and they turn the sprinklers mm-hmm. on and just like blood. And you're like, oh, that's, that's sick. <laughs> you know? Um, and then I remember, uh, I remember when the one with Ryan Reynolds came out. That was, that was everybody's first real, like, oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm in love with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Cause all of a sudden, Van Wilder comes back ripped. ripped and dude. they're like, excuse me. <laughs> so <laughs> sir sir um and then i just remember wesley snipes being like what the fuck is this fuck you it's not fucking tactical <laughs> like, just, yeah I, I love those movies uh, those those will always hold a nice little place in my heart uh, we gotta watch those again yeah um yeah, i mean that's pretty much right all i have as far as that as far as your, your show notes yeah um but we do we did, we did have some other some topics and questions that we got we can go into okay pink shirt pink drink all right so for those of you wondering it's a um, trenta passion tea lemonade with four pumps of the liquid cane syrup and three pumps raspberry. Liquid cane. Liquid cane. Sugar. Yeah. Just, it's just sugar. It's just sugar. 
Can I sit in that chair? The chair? I knew a kid named uh, Shayar. Shayar? Yeah. And the last mm-hmm. name was C-H-A-I-R. So <laughs> your name's Chair. <laughs> your last name is Chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Haas. Wait, sorry. Name. Before I forget this, I saw a post today. So apparently Volkswagen Italy has um, a uh, a Instagram page. And it's Volkswagen Italia, right? But when you see it fully spelled out, it looks like Volkswagen genitalia. <laughs> and somebody was like, please never change your name on Instagram, Volkswagen Italia. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's my two cents. All right. Tyler Haas, uh, 007, writes, when is the next Burner State show? Uh, next year, I would imagine. We were trying to get something for December. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Feels like it's way too short notice now at this point. Yeah. Um, our boy Raw says, "Are you guys ready for the wedding?" Absolutely. Yes. I have your invitation hung up on my fridge inside with two magnets, so it doesn't fall Ooh. off. <laughs> I'm putting a plus. Did you see it? I'm putting a. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting a plus one. Volkswagen Italia. <laughs> Dude, it looks like Volkswagen genitalia, a thousand percent. If you guys get a chance, look up Volkswagen Italia. <laughs> That's amazing. So good. That's so funny. good. But yeah, Rock, go ahead and put me for a plus one. I'm uh, manifesting. Yeah, Rock, put him for a plus one. We're going to find him a date. Put it around the world. Um, Should we do a walking blind competition for who gets to date Mike at Rawl's wedding? Ooh, <laughs> dude, auction <laughs> it off. <laughs> All right. Intern Harry writes, what does the dream walking blind studio look like? Oh, don't get me started on this. Don't get me started on this. This is uh... so um, ideally the studio would be broken up into multiple sets and locations because we've got a other stuff that we've had kind of in the background that we're working on. Um, ideally, walking blind would not be a couch situation. Yeah. It would be a table to hide our guts, but the table <laughs> would be built. And I think I've talked a little bit about this on the Ryan episode, mm-hmm. or maybe that, I don't know if that was before we started rolling, but essentially I want to have almost like a V-shaped desk where like I'm on one side and you're on the other and we can actually make conversation instead of having to like awkwardly turn mm-hmm. towards each other. But then we can feature our guests in the middle and it still be able for us to all like yeah. talk. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know, and that would have like the multiple camera angles, you know, maybe a cool backdrop, um, you know, and just kind of like outfit it and, and personalize it to like, you know, your side of the set is personalized to the, your interests and your likes mm-hmm. my side, you know, um, but then just also being able to have like a hub um, for like, we walk in, we can do walking blind here. We walk out, you know, we got uh, another couple YouTube shows, mm-hmm. maybe featuring Ty, you know, um, the couple other things that we're going to do. Like we got the, the, uh, <clears throat> the workshop, you know, where we're going to be breaking down the lyric videos and talking about uh, song structures and things like that. So ideally a place where we could walk in and not have to, 
rearrange our entire lives to make things look different, like just have different set spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like have a space, like a common room area where we can all chill, hang out, maybe pool table, things like that. Um, and then also uh, our different various like editing areas and stuff like that where you can kind of mm-hmm. separate yourself and do what you need to do. <clears throat> um, get Jesse a more comfortable chair because a lot of times he doesn't look very comfortable in the chair that we've provided for him. Uh, you know, things like that. Yeah. So I was just thinking of a space and having rolling backdrops. <laughs> so and this is already bigger than I thought this was going to be like, cool, like as far as like space and what it was going to look like. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I remember when you, when you shared me the warehouse theme and yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. My goal is like, um, and, and this may sound dumb, but I was actually talking to Andrew about this. My goal has always been the Adam Sandler model where like, it would be really sick to just bring all my friends together and then like kind of pull shit together Mm. for like for everybody. And then just kind of like, okay, cool. We did this. Now let it be, you know, like, even if it's like, I don't have to be involved in everything. Mm. Right. I don't feel like I have to be in everything. Like, I truly think that, like, I've, I feel like a lot of the, my friends and a lot of the people that we know are, like, some of the low-key funniest people that, like, like undervalued and underrated, mm-hmm. you know, for shit like that. And just, I always, I like the Adam Sandler model of, like, oh, we need a cast? Let's just fucking bring in yeah. all our friends, you know? Um, but it's, like, it's tough to do that because, like, when you start working with friends, things, like, it's hard to separate business and friendship yeah. and stuff like that, you know? So... Um, it, it's, it's one of those things where I'm just like, okay, well, you know, one step at a time, one step at a time, eventually we'll get there, but, Yeah, you know, so this is phase one, but Mach one. Yeah. This is, this is the Mark one walking blind office and I've thrown around ideas of WB, but you know, I think we'll get sued for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Harry has a couple questions. Uh, what challenge would you most like to see yourself overcome and what steps are you taking? Um, what challenge would you most like to see yourself overcome and what steps are you taking? Dan. On a short, short term, <laughs> on the short term, just getting back on track and getting healthy again. Uh, Jesse's over here saying the belly. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, like uh, in the short term, just kind of getting back on track with everything. Uh, And then, I don't know, long-term challenges, I guess, you know, kind of trying not to get too far ahead of myself and just staying, like living in the moment and and allowing myself to enjoy the things that I'm doing now rather than thinking of what we should be doing or what we could be doing. I think that's the biggest thing for me. I have big dreams. Big dreams. Uh, I think my kind of the health is a big one. Um, We're like getting older, Mike. I know, dude. Well, dude, I fucking I turn forty next year, so health has to be yeah, it's, pri- it's time a priority. Um, and then uh, you know, I just I really want to. I've I've like come to this this like place where, you know, when I I feel like if I'm doing something like my time right now, I just feel like I can't waste time. Yeah. And so I feel like when I'm doing something, I need to do it or I just can't do it at all. Yeah. And so that being said, I feel like I've painted myself in like a corner, a fun corner. Um, 
you know, I really want this podcast to do well. Like I want this to, to, and I, and I I feel like it will. Um, and then with my different music projects, like I want those to do well too. Yeah. And the fact that I'm still choosing to do them, uh, that I guess in the steps I'm taking, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing small things like I'm doing, you know, taking vocal lessons for the first time in my life. Um, I'm trying to do like the, uh, staying healthy in a way is also keeping my voice conditioned mm-hmm. just because even though my life isn't what it was when I was like touring and like have to be ready to, you know, be ready at a moment's notice. I do want to be ready, especially coming next year. Yeah. I want to be ready if, you know, if something cool comes up with any of my bands, I want to be ready to be like, okay, all I need is like, you know, just a couple hard days or a week, hard day, you know, a week of training and I'm, and I'm good, you know? So I guess trying to stay, stay ready. So, um, music, it's been nice having music is like being a part of my life again. And so I guess the steps I'm taking is trying to keep that consistent, try to work that muscle. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I've, I've been really proud of our consistency with the podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause you, I remember you said something like early on and I keep bringing this up, but when you said it, I was just like, yeah, that's real. Cause you're like, let's see if we can get to three episodes and then after three episodes, let's see if we can get to seven. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, yeah. Just to think like we were like, um, okay, let's bank three mm-hmm. and then we'll have three to release. It ended up being four because we broke up those two episodes into, into like, uh, smaller ones. Um, but then it was like, okay, if we can make it to four and we have enough content, that'll show us if people are interested. Yeah. And then from there, um, you know, we have to stay on a schedule. We have to be consistent. Um, and like, we've had a couple weeks where we lucked out, right? Mm-hmm. Like where we like, oh, well we didn't do one this week, but we had one in the, in the can, yeah. you know, um, you know, or like we had technical difficulties, you know, or we happened to get together on a weekend cause one of our guests was able to do a zoom call on the weekend, you know, um, so it's remember when we were trying to release on Wednesdays? Yeah, that's not. <laughs> it, it was just so like like record Monday and then get everything done and put it out Wednesday. Mm. I think, um, and actually, what changed that was something that Ty had said to me one day. Um, he was like, "I was upset when I woke up this morning and I didn't have the podcast for my commute." And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I talked to Chris and Chris, of course, was like, make your episode shorter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like his same thing, he was like, yeah, like, um, you know, I, I tend to tune in when I'm driving, you know, wherever I need to go. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just, we'll drop this as a morning commute thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, most of you probably don't have a fucking hour and a half commute where you listen yeah. to us ramble. But, you know, like if you do, like that's sick. Mm-hmm. Um, not sick for you. I That sucks that you have that long yeah. of a commute. But like um you know that was kind of like okay cool like we'll we'll record mondays and then we'll drop them friday mornings you know and that that's helped with a little less stress too with like we can get we have time to edit we have time to get our things together and you know um upload and set them like what by the time i upload and schedule them like like they release on their own yeah yeah you know so it's kind of nice so good questions harry um also from harry what country outside of the U.S. would you live and why? I feel like I would live in the Philippines, uh, just like live in the homeland for a bit. But mostly that's because I know that my money will go a real long way and I can live <laughs> on one of the resort beaches. Um, 
Other than that, I feel like I would want to give something like, like Australia. Like I'd live in Australia for a year or like, you know, maybe like London for a year, something like that. It's funny. Mine are Australia and Ireland. I would think Ireland too, but I, I'm. The food sucks. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it doesn't suck, but you know, I'm not a huge fan of cabbage. And, I had, know. I had, uh, I had noodles. <laughs> we went to like a noodle <laughs> spot. It's actually good. It was a good spot out there, but. Ireland is on my like bucket list of places I want to go though. I, I want to, I want to go. Oh, that's cool. Um, let's see. Andrea writes, uh, I never know what to say. I feel so awkward. Um, okay. How it uh, continued. How to not be awkward when first seeing someone who just lost a close family member. Ooh. Um, that's tough. Because I think it depends on your relationship with that person yeah. and how well you know them, right? I think if it's somebody that's like that you're super, super close with, then like to me, I don't see any problem with just like fucking walk up, give them a hug, and yeah. just like get get that out of the way from the start. Mm -hmm. you know? Other people, if your relationship maybe isn't that close or isn't that tight, I would you know kind of just like. To me, like, I never want to be the center of attention. So I'm like, just treat me normal. No matter what the situation is, just treat it normal. And if we end up talking about things, we end up talking mm -hmm. about things. Like, one of the things that, that I have always hated, like, even at, like, funerals and stuff like that, or, like, let's say a family member passes, like, everyone coming up going, sorry for your loss, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry. Like, we don't, we're all here for the same reason. Yeah. We don't need to do any of this. Just, hey, man, it's good to see you. Yeah. You know, that's just keep it as, as, as simple as possible. Um, that's me. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's good. I think, um, you know, like you said, when in doubt, obviously it depends on the relationship, but when in doubt, you know, even just going up to someone and hugging them, you know, you don't have to say anything sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes they'll be the ones to say something like, uh, you know, thank you for coming. Like yeah. they'll, they'll, uh, but I think, I think just saying, um, my, my when in doubt for stuff like that is just like, it's good to see you. Yeah. You know. And then, sorry, it's like this, but it's good, to, it's good to see you. And then after they've talked, then you can, you know, from there, the conversation can go however. But I think in, when, in, times, of, in times of loss, I mean, you got to just, there's nothing you can say. There's yeah. nothing, there's no right answer. Nothing you're going to say is going to automatically make, like, them feel great, you know? It's like, no, they're, they're, in, they're grieving. And so the best thing is just to be there for them, you know? Uh, you know, mourn with them and, yeah. And there's definitely going to be those people that who just like, I don't want to talk about this right now, you know, like, and just respect that. Yeah. You know, they don't want to talk about it right now. Just, you know, let it be. Just kind of go about life as you would if you guys were just hanging out normal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's, uh, you know, I think anyone who's not awkward with it either has like amazing, amazing social people skills, people skills, skills. <laughs> or they've sadly been through this a lot. You know, I feel like, yeah. Or they're um, trained. Yeah. Yeah, my brother and my dad. Yeah. And my mom, too. Ministry uh, and, like, outreach and um, even, like, 
secretarial positions, things like that. Like you get a lot of on the man. Like my grandmother was like the, the church secretary for my grandfather and she was such a champ at handling things like that, you know? Um, so yeah, we got to get, I think I, I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast when we had my brother or I feel like maybe he's just saying on the podcast, but just how, you know, the difficult task of like, you know, when you're yeah. a pastor or a chaplain and you're in a hospital, when you get called to a room, it's usually for. I think that. he told that story when, when they're like, why, why did you do that? Right? Like, yeah. Somebody called him out. Like, why are you saying those things? Yeah. Uh, because well, that's what I think I'm supposed to say. And he's like, nah, you yeah. <laughs> say anything. It's like, it's a dis, it's disingenuous, yeah. you know? Um, Chris, our boy Chris, says aliens. What about him? <laughs> um, I have my thoughts. Do you I mean, believe in aliens? Uh, I believe in because I believe in like basically uh, divine entities and spiritual realm things like that. So they're not of our planet. Or they're not of their world, basically, right? Mm -hmm. So, in a sense, I do believe that there are beings, or whatever we want to call them, that aren't from here. Okay. I just, I have a really hard time thinking or believing that something with the ability to travel to us or get to us, I also have theories on that, right? But, <laughs> uh, you know, for them to not come and want, like, want to come and, like, take over... People are like, oh, they come and they're helping. It's like, really? Yeah. Why? Or like, why not be a bigger presence then? Why keep your, you know, why why keep your existence a secret? It's like, oh well, you know, in fear of you know they, they get get hurt. It's like, well, if you are able to travel dimensionally and do all this shit, you're worried about what we're gonna do to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just seems. <laughs> it seems uh. I don't know. It just seems, let's just say silly. It's, <laughs> it's silly to me that like, if they are, if they do exist and, and the way that people perceive aliens that, um, you know, we're not, it's not just common knowledge and they're not helping. They're not leaders in our world yeah, or yeah. helping our leaders in the world in a way that we can see. So you don't believe in the reptilian alien ideal? No, nah, not in that way. I do believe in like other forms of, uh, just like, fucked up genetics and things of that nature. Hmm. So. I believe in aliens for what it's worth. I also believe in space. Mike doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, our last one from Lucy. How can you maintain your mental health during the holidays? Uh, well, this is kind of a tough one. Because I think everybody handles the holidays differently. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really think that, you know, just making sure that you're not letting yourself get too overwhelmed with um, family. And it's I feel like it's easier to answer this question now that we just went through one holiday, mm -hmm. you know, um, and we have one more coming up. But um, just making sure that you're, you know, kind of like take time to not get lost in the idea of, we're going to be surrounded by family and I need to make sure everyone's happy. I need to make sure that everybody's taken care of. And, you know, um, and like the holidays are a lot about giving for others. Right. 
but that doesn't mean that you need to neglect yourself at the same time. Um, and then just understanding that like, you know, the way that you process and handle holidays is going to be different than the way other people process and handle holidays. So, um, just kind of like, especially because the holidays can be an emotional or trying time for a lot of people, just try to be hyper aware of your emotions and your feelings and understand that like, you know, if you feel yourself kind of like getting overwhelmed with the anxiety or, you know, um, emotions that come with holiday, it could be depression. It could be, um, you know, just overstimulation. It could be a, a ton of different things. Like mm -hmm. just make sure that you're aware of it and how it's affecting you. Um, and if you need to step away, if you mm -hmm. need to like take some time for yourself, you know, I think that that's, um, probably one of the best things that you can do is just be aware of how, the holidays are taking its toll on you or affecting you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah protect yourself, protect yourself first. Um, you know, and if you need to talk with family, like mm -hmm. let's just say you have like that cousin or that uncle that just triggers you like, or, you know, you know, let, let it be known, you know, maybe, maybe talk to them beforehand, you know, or, or let your family know like, Hey, listen, you don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. About the, you know, you know, um, I was I was like seeing things about how like uh, certain families they have like for holidays they put have you seen the rules yeah like no politics no, no politics. religion no yeah <laughs> no, no sports yeah no COVID talks no yeah. um and so I don't know I think stuff like that but I think overall just uh you know uh protect yourself you know if you don't feel comfortable don't go out you know if you feel um you know if uh, if there's something that um. I guess, yeah, don't put yourself in positions where you feel like you're going to, you know, have a, you know, like you could spiral or you could, you know, get triggered by something. Um, but then also, like you said, I like what Mike said about going, uh, I guess, go somewhere, you know, with the giving spirit or just in, you know, wanting to just enjoy wherever you're going, the company that you're with probably or whatever event you're a part of, you know, go allow yourself to to enjoy it as much as you can. And if you feel like you're not, then you can, yeah. you can bounce, you can leave. Um, you know, if you know that you're, you know, the holidays are a especially difficult time for you. Um, have a little safeguards, you know, like if you know that's the case, you know, maybe, uh, incorporate exercise or better sleep schedule, you know, or if you know, like, you know, uh, I would say diet, but diet is so hard. <laughs> That's hard on the holidays. So hard during the holidays. Um, yeah, I guess just be mindful of, of what your, you know, what your day is going to be. That way you're prepared. Because I think just preparation is so big to, like, overcoming or dealing with things that happen. Um, so, yeah. It's crazy. I'm just, as I'm talking, I can't believe we're past Thanksgiving. Yeah. <coughs> it, it, went, it came and went so fast. Mm -hmm. Next is Christmas. Are we going to ugly sweater? We should ugly sweater it. We should ugly sweater it. I think starting next episode is ugly sweaters. All right. I have a couple. I'm sure <laughs> I can find some. <laughs> well, what else What else we got? Is that it? That's all I have, man. Sorry for that. Well, um, once again, you know, we, we want to say thank you to you guys for like rocking with us and for hanging out with us. Um, you know, I know at times that we get a little uh, rambunctious and we get way off topic and our tangents are uh, 
are a little crazy, but um, you know, it's all it's all in fun. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. But uh, make sure you guys um, like, follow, and subscribe at Walking Blind Pod, um, Walking Blind Pod at gmail.com. Um, make sure you check out our OnlyFans. Um, it's in the link tree. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we got Just some so uh, excited. <laughs> We got some uh, we got some new merch on our way. Yeah. Like I said, we got those coffee cups on the way, um, and then we're trying to uh, figure out what the next shirt drop is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe in time for the holidays as well. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, thank you guys. We love you guys, and uh, I hope that you guys' Thanksgiving was cool, uh, whether you celebrate or not, whether you guys you know um, partake or not. Yeah. And uh, hope to hear from you guys soon. And we love you guys. Peace. Peace. You don't see. All right. And five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.